0: Thank you for downloading this episode of Backstage with the Simple Church podcast. My name is Evan Simenko, and today we are joined by the wolf, Greg Walker, our Simple Church band leader, longtime friend of Justin's. And so Justin decided to pop in with him. Our lead pastor, Justin Hagler, and Greg want to talk Easter. If you're listening to this when it's immediately coming out, it is Easter week. We are excited about Easter at the Simple Church and would love to invite you to be able to be a part at the Brookshire Grocery Arena on Easter Sunday, April 9th, 2023. And if you're just listening to this later, you Found it after Easter. It's still a lot of good content. Greg came bringing some hermeneutics, Mm. bringing some good stuff. Jordan, our producer over there.
1: I was like, "What are you talking?" They had to
0: pull out your dictionary, but it is good content. If you know Greg, it might not surprise you, but for most people, you see him on stage, he's playing music. It's not what you think he'd be talking about. My favorite story about Greg has nothing to do with (laughs) he was even involved. I did baseball lessons for a long time, and one of the guys that works with him came to me, and we were doing lessons with his son. He goes. Hey, you know Greg Walker? I said, yeah. He goes, did you know that dude used to be a student pastor? (laughs) I said, bro, he'll throw it down on you real quick. He was my middle school pastor, (laughs) the ghetto fabulous, when he would be in character back in the day. It It was a different era, Jordan. I believe it. That's right. But Greg dropping some good stuff like this. Christ was an outlaw,
2: and he came, did outlaw things. He was. He was a straight out, whether you like it or not. And if you don't want to accept it, Go look for yourself. He was an
0: outlaw. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, Easter week, getting ready for our hearts, our minds, as we get into what Easter really is truly about, Justin and Greg had a great conversation with us. We're thankful you listened, you downloaded, you found this episode. Make sure you subscribe. We've got some exciting stuff coming up on the Backstage with the Simple Church podcast, something we've never done before that you are not going to want to miss. So hit that subscribe button wherever you listen, leave a five-star review. It bumps it up and makes it easier for other people to find when they're looking for the podcast. And it means a lot to us. And we'd love to hear from you. Email Scott at the thesimplechurch.tv. Check out all the information in the show notes on this episode, and enjoy this conversation with Justin and Greg.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. It's
0: back. You might it notice is that
1: scream. Is, is that like the real track, or are you going to dub in something? No, more? I'm going to put it in and post. Oh, gonna Now you're ruining it. the we only, illusion. We yeah. only do
0: it when you're here. Hey, oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. we don't do retired. it
1: anymore. I
2: was about to say, Hawk. You're so, going to have to reemploy something. <laughs> that was.
0: That, was <laughs> that terrible. joker played it on his yeah. phone. That's well, what that you call terrible. a cold open. Let's like, start off. For anybody listening, welcome to Backstage with the Simple Church podcast. Welcome, Jordan welcome Phillips, our producer, does a fantastic job. He has improved the sound quality of the podcast. Absolutely. And by recording that way, he does not have that sound effect now in mm-hmm. the studio. I pulled anymore. it off my phone just for
1: you. Yeah, just no, I get you. it. I just. I was. Thrown Being, off, yeah. No, I mean, I'm. It's been a while. I can't even say it. It's, it's been, been a while. while. That's right. It's been, it's while been, been a Justin while since Justin Hagler, lead pastor, has been it's, back on the podcast. Yeah. So I was just thrown off when he threw his phone up to the microphone. Oh. I was like, this, oh. Dun, dun, just dun, 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 just dun, but people lives. listening at home will have what no they idea. Heard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're what—that's oh, exactly oh, right. That's exactly that was the what end. they heard. Listen, anticlimactic. Oh. That's right, but
0: at home you didn't hear that. It sounds no. great, or in your car, oh. or in your car, wherever you are listening. Thanks yeah. for downloading this episode. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, who listens to a podcast in their home? Oh, I
1: think lots of people.
0: I do. did earlier, yeah. actually. Really? I do doing chores home? all the in time I sent it yeah. to Greg Mowing yeah. the grass Which one? That one oh, about see, the mowing the grass the recording, It's about the Sitting in your Oh home, yeah dude It was cool man. Listening to a podcast Sitting in your easy
1: chair Well Angie actually Cleans house to podcast yeah. Really? Amen which Your I, wife cleans house I was house. gonna put a joke in there <laughs> I was gonna Do we have, play, have to edit that out. After this is that Greg, the first edit? That'll have to be uh, a marriage podcast. We come back. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to hit
0: that one. A spin-off <laughs> marriage podcast. Yeah, because because that voice you hear is Greg Walker, the Wolf. Yes.
2: Gia, back Gia,
0: triumphant Gia. return I to the podcast. Welcome to the Wolf. wolf, wolf, wolf.
2: That's right. <laughs>
1: Taking
0: a break from burglary. <laughs> 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 Not committing burglaries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is the dete- solving. Him. Can you put? Can we go ahead and give him his due respect as Sergeant Walker? You're right, I it was yeah, Sergeant...
2: man. I'm not at work right now. You don't have to I call it was me a Sergeant-, Sergeant Detective,
1: but it can be Sergeant Detective Walker. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like uh, back in the day, day on Miami Vice. Sergeant yes. Walker is back tubs. on the podcast. Crockett and Tubs. I that can looks like about
2: two pounds in of cocaine.
1: The air
0: so, does that, see that mean we can work this? Time. So, do you, yeah. uh, do you
2: drive a Ferrari Spyder? Spri- I drive something better. Yeah. Uh, 2019 Ford Fusion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's Shreveport Police on only That's the right, fives. Mm. That's right. That's we tinted right. out. The too, black boys. van was better. He
0: had it, some different. It's a green van. van. That mug looked black.
1: All right. So, the reason we're bringing this up, Greg, me and you've been together for a long time, but you About are now. Years. 30 wow. years, so now you are, seriously, a detective for Shreveport Police on in the burglary department. The burglary. <laughs> and we can't help but saying over and over again, because they, Burg- they don't know nothing about that ham burglar. Nothing about that Do you, ham- you know about the ham
0: burglar? Uh-huh. Like the McDonald's guy? Yeah. yeah. The okay,
2: the, oh, yeah, These other you. guys the
1: didn't what know. You're you older, he older than
0: he is. With the suit <laughs> but and you know the, the little napkin yes, over his thumb. Did. Or the uh, he bandana. Had,
2: yeah, he yeah, had a the little. The Grimace, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Grimace. Yeah, yeah the did, hamburger. Did
2: Grimace have a voice?
1: I don't remember. Mm, I don't remember. I don't think is he so. He's silent. And like sorry. Greg said, the hamburger just giggled. He was stealing, <laughs> he was stealing them hamburgers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had he buck wanted teeth. With mustard he had on. buck teeth, too. But we won't oh. get into burglary. This is yeah, not a McDonald's no, podcast. Yeah, That's right. Now, you, you sent me a text. Yes. Earlier. It was a. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a text, but it had a voice memo. It was on the memo. verse. Yeah. You had a voice memo. <laughs> yes, the verse. And I actually shared it with my life group because it was very, very good. But it was like me and you were just talking. Yeah, so I didn't all. I didn't get permission to share it, but, yeah, but you I knew, got, you, you, I knew you were straight. Yeah. I know you were like, I don't mind. man. go ahead and throw it on out there. Mm. But we, you were working through because we're getting ready for Easter. We're yep, coming up right. on Easter. Greg does all the music, works with Daniel and Christy and all the team, but they kind of hit up that team. Yep. All right, so how all this got started is you sent me a, a text with a voice memo, whatever it was. We were just kind of working through because, Greg, you work with uh, Daniel. Y'all do all the music. Christy helps with all the vocals. Y'all get all that going. But right. we're getting ready for Easter, and you had these thoughts that you had to share. I shared it with my whole life group. Right, I didn't need to ask for permission, no. you said. I just went ahead and put it on out there no. for them. But what were your what were your thoughts because
2: Well, I think it coincided with something you were going to talk about and yeah. we had no idea. It was like one of those deals, you know
1: what I mean? Uh, yeah, it was actually it was on Peter, part of what it was right, going on. Right, it was like right. we were tripping on the fact that you know, a guy who denied, a guy who betrayed, yeah, turned and went next level mm-hmm. to be able to really form the church that we're in and the sacrifices, the surrender, the commitment, all of that stuff's going on. But what was your, why was it so prevalent in your mind to discuss or what were you thinking?
2: Well, I was thinking about what we've been talking about, you know, move and what's going on. And also about, I was thinking, especially, and I I think about this a lot, like where we are as culture and, uh, being around or being in the environment that I'm in all the time And thinking about how uh, everyone, or everyone that, not just work, but around, it seems like it's real tense. Everybody's on edge, and everybody's struggling, and uh, it's like we're moving to this point. I don't know what that is, but it's just like this... I don't know. This bad zit just keeps getting bigger. And <laughs> that's, that, it's, it is going to pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't mean necessarily that has to be negative, but it seems like something's coming. And w- at the time that I was forever, most people don't know. I am a straight nerd. So it's when I have time, I research stuff. I read all the time. And some of that's in my background, but I still do hermeneutical work or excuse me, Herma, what? I still do research <laughs> and stuff as far as like the Bible goes, because I'm a, I'm kind of a history guy, and when I was in college, that was part of what I did, and I always, always enjoyed that. So for those that don't know what hermeneutics is, it's really actually the history and the study, the origin of something, right? So
0: I feel very dumb right now.
2: So <laughs> I, I do that. That's just me. I'm just like
1: see, that. Pe- people but, only see Greg up there playing guitar, and they're thinking. But this is what we knew. Him and Daniel both went to the ETBU University. Yeah, they're theologians. The East no, Texas no, 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 no. Baptist. There's no one. University? Yeah. Daniel went for music. That's <laughs> yeah. just get Daniel that went for
2: music. <laughs> Greg went for to study
1: biblical knowledge. The- biblical
2: theology.
1: Theology. But the reason we joke about it is because there was also a time in your life that was not the case. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And so then he went away. And I I tell people this. I don't know if this is where we're going today, but I got to get this. I'll I'll go ahead and throw this out there. So Greg, he's younger than me by how many years? What are you? I'm 50. So three years younger than me. But our band was playing. Greg had a band, but they would come see us occasionally. I always liked Greg because he had a strong evangelism heart. He was always trying to reach people for the Lord. He was always super committed in his early walk. So knowing that, That jumped out at us because even back then in the 80s, you know that wasn't very common. So Greg was weird. Everybody said, that dude's weird. He's He's weird. He's he's out there. He's whatever. Well, then he was playing guitar then. We converted him to playing bass. Open eyes, you can Mm -hmm. blame that on us. It's all good. And Greg played bass. And as he walked through that, his history, he would teach us things or he would talk about things because we didn't go to college to study the Bible. We only grew up in church and had what we had, but... Greg did, and Daniel was there for music, just like you said. But when you get in there and you hear all those different things, Greg had, because he went to college and studied it, I don't think Scott did, I don't think Evan did, and I don't think I did, and I Jordan did. did. <laughs> it was the way it was with open eyes. Most of us were just there, and he would go, well, man, did you know this, or you did, did you know that? And then as a period of his life when the church kind of sold you out, which multiple churches sold sure, you out, Sure, sure. Then' because I was weird, I mean, I'm, right, and edgy, and yeah but, but not really, but yes. yeah. But in that, it made you get ticked off of the church, Sure, and left the church. Yeah. Simple church started. I begged you back. He really didn't take much because we potted his cuz. yep. And Greg said, "I'll sure, play, man. I, I don't do. know if I'll, I don't know if I'm going to do all the everything else, but I'll help you." Right. And then this is why when he has gotten back and got in. Also being shot in the line of duty, his wife gave his life to her, her life to Christ. When I got the text this past week or a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was, it was just a cool moment for me because I was sharing with my group. Because my group of guys that I meet with, I call them sinners from the stage, and we're all joking. Yeah, but no, it really is still the truth. We're right. all just still working through it. They only see Greg the musician, the you know the funny guy, the wolf, the, the police guy. officer. Yeah but then it was a private text between me and him but it went next level I think we will play it with a little editing
0: because <laughs> the way we do stuff we
1: kind we do stuff you know, it people might aren't going you might not, that, you yeah. might not be, but we can insert it so let's insert it here and you'll know what I'm talking
2: about man I was thinking during quiet time and studies we celebrate Easter No doubt because Jesus' death and resurrection that he set us free. No doubt. He said what he was going to do and he did it. But I think about the men that followed him. All of them turned their back on him. All of them. They lied about him, became apostates. Peter so scared And he went and hid, thinking, man, I'll just go back to fishing. He's just, Jesus is just another one of these guys saying that, you know, he's the son of God. Or saying he's got the answer. Because remember, just like in these times, in that time, there were people that said that they had the answer. And the Romans killed them along with, the Jews killed them as well. They didn't come back from the dead. Total apostates. And then Jesus, Jesus comes back on the third day. And seven days later from that third day, these same men that turned their back on the Savior, the apostates, stood in front of the magistrate and the Jewish government and said, repent. Repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. What does that to a group of men? What does that? It's not just a decision. It's not some mindset to just quit. You know, like the mindset is today, don't quit, keep going, push on. No. What does that is the realization that there is no death and that the that what and the commitment that Jesus talked about was for real. Think about it. They turned their back on him because they didn't believe it was real, but then they got to eat breakfast with Jesus on the beach. They got to sit around and talk to Jesus in the hut. And they knew death would no longer overcome them. They had nothing to fear. And everything Jesus said was true and that the commitment to him was worth it. And every one of them, every one of them died a terrible death for that commitment. And then 3,000 years later, here we are, here I am. Based on what they saw, man, that is heavy. Yes, Jesus died and he set us free. And the disciples, they are no gods. But I think I can learn something from the disciples. Based on their commitment and what they saw, it's worth It's worth following and loving Jesus. That's heavy. It fires me up. Their commitment was so strong. Keep in mind, Luke never saw Jesus. Paul never saw Jesus in his physical form. Yeah, he had the vision on the Damascus Road, but he he had never seen him. He didn't see him resurrect. Yeah, God got a hold of him but he also based his faith on Peter and James because they saw him. They knew it was real. And these men who were cowards became strong and stood up, stood up against evil because they were committed, because they had seen what had happened. And because of them seeing we are here today to make a commitment. Dude, that far, man, I got emotional when I was thinking about it and reading about it and kind of putting two and two together. I was like, holy cow. I'm not trying to be preachy. It's just, I think about it and I want to share with my brothers knowing that, man, I want to be committed like that. Committed like those disciples. Committed knowing, although I didn't see it, I believe, I believe in what Jesus said and what those disciples were sharing because they saw it, living testimonies. They were once cowards. They were once ridden with sin, but once they saw the savior, once they embraced the savior and his love, they were set free so much so that they had the spirit and the power to stand against evil and still died a terrible death and didn't care, that is straight gangster, can't no gang put their set against that set right there boy, that straight OG man, Jesus is the OG, and his set is straight up hard, man that fires me up, I just had to share that dude, I can't wait for Easter, I can't wait to celebrate it, I'm celebrating it now, I love you bro, have a great day.
1: All right, so after you sent that, I let my guys hear it, and they were all like, man. like," And I'm like, that's the wolf, son. Y'all don't know like I know. Right. And people in the audience don't necessarily always know that. But right. what I preached about it was just like we were working through it right. privately. Like, hey, man, that that's who we are. We are the guys that have sold Jesus out and ran <laughs> in some ways. You yeah. don't always do it right. And then in return, you kind of go back and go, that he even allows us to do it is a miracle. Right. And then in the next level of it is that he's chosen the crazy outsider, the fisherman, the tax collector, the and that's who changed the world. Right. And they were committed to it once they saw the resurrection. The resurrection changed everything. Right. And that's what I remember even when you were struggling, I remember going to Posadas. You remember when you went to Posadas at the time, like, man. We were on Mansfield Road. I was like, dude, just don't sell Jesus out. Like the church messed you up. I was like, the church messed you up. But, dude, let's don't leave Jesus out. I don't remember all the specifics of that. But But that's where I'm proud of you and thankful just because I can't imagine doing it without you. And then when you're dropping knowledge, you know, and you're walking through your walk, people need to see that. They need to hear that. Well, I think all of that
2: in that deal wasn't all, again, I'm a nerd, so just go with it. All right. Just. Not all that's totally accurate. There's sure. things in there that are debatable when you're talking about hermeneutics or history, or. but the, the point is, is that, and again, this is me, I, I'm not taking anything in a way against Christ dying and the resurrected. We know that. And everybody that is a Christian or claims to be a Christian or says that, hey, I believe in Jesus. That's why you believe, and that's why we are forgiven. However, I don't think that the majority of people think about the commitment or where the, his followers were at the moment. So I know you heard some of the context, but just to explain, you're talking about like David Koresh going to Waco, and he has followers. And it was no different in that time either. I mean, yeah, there are plenty of people who rose up against the government, and they'd execute them. They're done, right? So imagine if you can right now, that you have followed Jesus this whole time. You've seen miraculous stuff you've never seen in your life. You've seen him feed people out of nothing. You've seen him heal people and raise the dead. You're fired up about this dude. It, it's hard for us to have the worldview, number one, because we didn't see it or experience it, but number two, we're also, we're also Western romance type people, right? We don't understand first century Judaism, and we don't understand that culture there, but just imagine just as a person being around that. And then that person is executed in front of you and everything that you think or thought and you knew and you felt and everything was gone. And the reason I know this sounds crazy, I'm not relating Jesus to David Koresh, but I want you to think about the, I'm I'm trying to make it as though you would think about, well, this is another guy. He's just another guy that went out and said, whatever he was going to say, did these things. We don't know how he did it, but he did all these things. And, Basically, they went back to what they did.
1: Peter was fishing.
2: Peter was a fisherman. He went straight back to fishing. He did. I mean, that's how he made his living. That's what he did. And if you think about, although it's debated and controversial about what Peter said, was it a servant he said it to at the time? Was it male or female? Was it a kid? There's all kinds of stuff. There's all these theories out there. He really didn't curse or he cursed. Throw that to the side. He was a man who had a job, had to raise a family. And now he's heartbroken, right? This guy cussed somebody because he was so scared. I don't know if you've ever been scared like that before. So scared that you know you were going to die. You would do anything to live. So like almost pleading for life, I'm yeah, trying they, to put dramatic effect yeah, on it. Boy, but, you know, yeah, well, they saw
1: Jesus crucified, and then everybody's like, dude, you were with him. Or when he was him. beaten. Yeah, when he was beaten. beaten they're, up, yeah, yeah, they're like going, hey, you were with him, weren't you? And, and you're going like, like, to not miss And if you think about yeah, the me, beating, now, if you've ever seen
2: about. a beating in real life, I don't mean a video. I mean, you've been there, you've seen someone you know, maybe it's a close friend, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your whatever you've seen, you think about that. And then think about what these guys felt and knew they were next. And they knew that these guys weren't playing. The government hated them. They didn't care about them. And even their own leaders didn't really like all of the culture. I mean, they were all Jewish. But if you were part of that hierarchy, you were part of the hierarchy. It was definitely like we are now, classes, right? So this guy is heartbroken. He's sold out. This man he's professed to say is this great, Prophet, this great king, he's terrified. He is terrified. And when he's confronted, he's like, Man, I'm gonna scratch the language, but man, I don't know that cat. What are you talking about? And he runs. The dude, he's gone. He wasn't the only one, though. It just talks about Peter. He wasn't the only one. Think about the other, they're all gone. They're hidden, gone. Fast forward. Seven days after the resurrection, this cat and James stand up in front of the Jewish government and basically repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Why? No one talks about that. Why? I'll tell you why. Because when Jesus rose again and Peter saw that and they sat with him, they ate breakfast with him. You've heard me say that on the recording. For them, it was so real that there was no words or there was nothing that could explain what was coming from them, if that makes any sense. You everyone in this room here has experiences that if you try to explain it to someone, they'll grab it. And especially someone that's close to you, they'll, you know, they'll respond to you because they're your friend. But they don't know what that means though. That's they don't know what causes men to have that type of determination, that type of grit, that type of uh, deter um, that strength I guess that's what i'm looking for that changes a man in seven days a coward he wasn 't the only one a coward went back to work, sold him off, apostate that's a big word for I'm. that i've turned my back on god i'm not going that way i've you know i'm a sinner, however you want to put it right comes back and just crazy sold out because Death is no longer an issue. And man, every one of those people, look, think about this. In that Luke never even saw Jesus. Paul never even saw Jesus. He had an experience, and you heard me say that on the re- recording, but he didn't see Jesus crucified and resurrected, Did Peter and James did. They were going off what they said and their resolve that grit. What drives people to do that? Jesus' spirit. And dude, to me, when you're talking about where we're at right now in our culture and moving and where we're at as a church, right, dude, that's heavy, dude. Hmm. Because when you you think about, and I've been there, I know I've been there. When you think about giving up or I don't know what to do, all those things. And you think about those men, can you imagine that they did not feel the same way? However, they had something we didn't, and that is they knew that it was for real. And every one of them, this kind of ties into something else, but every one of them, minus maybe Luke, no one really knows that one, but they all died horrific deaths. There was no... Man, I'm blessed. This is, it was none of that. None of that. I mean, John was boiled alive. He happened to live. The Romans didn't like that. So they put him on an island by himself. So he died there. And he wrote Revelation there. That's what, you know, that's the common belief. What drives people to do that?
1: Yeah, like what he said, I mean, this is oh, why yeah. we are talking about it. it's like, we're not even committed enough. <laughs> like, you hey, man, we need you to come in a little early today. Yeah. <laughs> we need to set up some stuff. Man, I ain't doing that. <laughs> hey, they're man, we're getting we... stoned. Well, and this is why we were talking about all this is like, you know, we're here thousands of years later. That's right. Because of Peter, and Peter is going his first sermon, 3,000 people come to the. And I laughed a lot. I talked about it last Sunday or a couple Sundays ago. If you go back and listen to us, it was like, there's probably sitting around like, hey, Peter, you know, who's going to talk? And they're like, <laughs> You're up, Peter, because you're definitely a sinner. And you know what it's like. And he's like, I got it. Let me let me get the first shot at telling people what's going on. Repent. Hey, man, I've seen it. This I is started. your chance. Like, And 3,000 people were like, dude, I'm in. I get what you're saying. Because he had to have been so changed. so,
2: And that know, was fast, though, you think, man. Yeah, like that was 50 This well, just days, happened. This well, just happened. You're talking about trauma, yeah. right? All right? Because they're still humans. Let's go back to the human nature of it. You're talking about Trauma. Brain scrambled. Don't know how to, you know. Holy crap! Right, and then all of a sudden, bam! I'm up in front of these jokers who just accused and tried and crucified, and
0: crucified
1: your leader, the king. And you're going, no, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be willing to do whatever I got to do for him.
0: But I think he, you hit the nail on the head when you called him a coward. But when death was no longer an issue, then there was no reason to be a coward anymore. And I think that's the key in that because now that fear of death is gone so then because they've seen it and they've experienced in person like not many people had so then I think that's what caused that miraculous change at least for them Right, and you would hope for others
1: well and this is where I go back to us is like while we're talking about all this is we profess to believe but we're really struggle with commitment (laughs) it's true I know I do. So like it, it has to go right for, the, especially the American church. It's kind of right. like, uh, it's all about, I like it this way. I want it this way. We've, we've switched in American Christianity to do, if everything goes the way I like it, then I'm going to hang in there with you. If it don't go, I ain't going to do it. I'll go find something else. I ain't got to do all this where I go back and think, man, that had to have been. And Peter was the only one married by the way. Right. Right. He had a wife.
0: I did so, not know that.
1: Yes, so you also think about like he's walking away from his family now. There's some, like you said, when the, it comes to hermeneutics and the study of all that, no one really knows how old these dudes were. Some believe they could be as young as teenagers and no older than thirty, based on the a- yeah, age the they dad. died. Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. died on the data they have. And also based on the way they followed rabbis, that was the Jewish That's culture. Right. That's right. So they were kind of coming back and going, man, they could have been youngest, 15 years old. Wow. Probably at least 20, 15, 20. Some of them could have been, but like Peter was probably the oldest because he was married. Yeah, he right. had a job. Right. He had his right. occupation was going to go on. But when you start putting it in our context, would you do it? Would you give up what you have? Would you follow? Would you, you know, you go down and then when it's not going well, like the Roman Empire. I always joke about it in my life group because we're all they're all America and it's so bad and this like right, right. everybody kind of has their American. Sure. Well, if this was in office or that wasn't, and I'm thinking you have no idea what no the Roman idea. Empire was like. Well, <laughs> there was even, no, I mean, yeah, there was no debating of whether nah, you, man, you. It was like I mean, we don't
2: even have an understand what like. So, it's like in Russia. I mean, much, right, and I'm yeah. talking about in the 21st right, century, like tonight, not, like now. not the first century Romans. Like, yeah, right? like now. Not even the Mongols. Man, you want to know, those are violent people. You have no idea. I think to tag off what you said, right. though, we have a problem with co- the commitment part. And I do, you know, three fingers pointing back. But <laughs> I think more than that is, is that, but uh, not that this is a bad thing, but in Western culture with Christianity, everyone is looking for the blessing. I prayed for this, and I got this. I did that, And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. That's not what I mean. But That's not the basis of Christianity. The basis of Christianity is is that Christ was an outlaw, and he came, did outlaw things. He was. He was a straight outlaw, whether you like it or not. And if you don't want to accept it, go look for yourself. He was an outlaw. He died a horrible death and then came back, and his followers did the same thing. So how does that exclude any of us? And I'm not trying to be deep and, and I'm not, I, I mean like dark. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that we don't have blessings. I'm not saying that we don't pray. I'm not saying that God is not in our favor. That's not what I'm saying. Western culture has messed that up. And commitment is more important than any of those things. And we really struggle with it. But if you go back to the guys who really struggled with it and were there, there's hope in Christ. But when you watch them, you know what I mean? Or, or you read about them, you, if you really dig into them, you'll see that they're not any different than us. The difference is, is they were oppressed and a different culture and they were driven, but they still had to drink water, eat food. They had the same desires, all those things, and they were committed based on what they saw. And we believe today, based on
1: what they saw, what we believe today. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, and I go back to, I mean, Evan's quiet he's like <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's like I'm just looking because well, no I go back to it, you're, you're saying a lot and there's a lot to unpack and all there that's is. why we're, we're, that's why we're yeah. quiet really I'm like, <laughs> like, like I'm going I'm looking at that it's I'm getting stuff <laughs> but I go back to like in our modern culture yeah that it's especially the younger generations because Evan's a little bit younger than us not much but a little bit younger and then it Goes further and further. In many ways, it appears to be that there is a lack of commitment. Sometimes, just in wanting it all to go your way, when it don't, it's like, well, I'm out. I'm. Uh, that's not what I signed up for. That's not what I wanted. And then, what blows my mind, I can be the same way. I. Right, me too. Okay, because we're American me too. Christians. That's right. So then you think back to those guys. What you see them writing and what you see them talking about was suffering. That's right. Jail falsely accused, that's right. bad situations, that's right. no food, that's shipwrecked. Right. <laughs> you know, everything's not going your way. Would you continue to follow? Would you be committed? Would you say, I'm going to be in? And then thank God they did. And as a result, that's why we're sitting here having these discussions. That's, right. that's why you have an Easter service. That's why you have the church. And I think what I got out of what you were calling and telling me was, is like, dude, we're in this. I'm committed to this because— There's not enough money to make it make sense. We're not paying. like It's always like, well, I'm just not paid enough. It's like, dude, they didn't get paid anything. They (laughs) hoped they were getting paid. They hoped that they got to the next town and it worked out. Daily bread. Yeah, Yeah. there's like, hey, man, I hope that this— But our mentality is radically different and not in a good way. There are some lessons we can learn and apply from the Scripture in those individuals that made those sacrifices and those commitments and those sufferings and those difficulties. One of the ones I was reading, again— uh, it was Paul, and this was this morning because it kind of goes along the same line as, you know, when he, I think it's Acts 27, and I plan on talking about this, about this soon. But the whole idea that Nero had him, he was supposed to be going to see, all of this other stuff's going on that That's they're right. writing and discussing this. Right. He's a prisoner on a ship, and they all look <laughs> at him and they're like, going, Hey, my, and he tells them, Hey, our God, my God's going to save us because there's a storm coming. Yeah, there's a story, and he's going, they're all going, whatever, you know. And then when it all blows apart, you know, the ship blows apart, they grab all their stuff, they end up on the beach, and he's like, I told y'all, like, it's not going to go our way. In other words, it'd been a whole lot easier if it was a, you know, Carnival Cruise Line that pulls. Yeah. Up. That's what we're right that's now. That's that's like, it. Hey, God, hey man, like hey, sorry. Paul's God. Greek Stop. Island Tours. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. In the banana room. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. hey, we're a little entertainment on the promenade deck. I mean, <laughs> this is the worst of the worst right, situations that right. somehow miraculously, in the midst of the suffering and the difficulty and the brokenness and the storm, he's constantly pointing to Jesus. Even these, and God saved the enemies. Like, God don't have to save those enemies in that. That was his grace. Yeah. That was his mm-hmm. mercy. It's the same. And Paul was using all of that of going like, hey, man, we're on this wild ride, man, and I don't know how all this is going to shake out, but I'm telling you, when Jesus came to me and things have changed, it changes everything. And I'm committed to that to the point of death, to the point of, you know, doing whatever I got to do to spread that news, whether that's going to this foreign country. And we don't want to leave our neighborhood because we think it's unsafe. We don't <laughs> well, want to go to, we don't want to go to street we don't want to go to war. And they're going the early Christians as right. particularly these disciples are like, man, it's, it's all in, it's game on. Well,
2: think about this too. I'm about to get about to jump off in
0: it. <laughs> Come on.
2: In the time period, you know, before, Paul will say, understand that the culture they were in, they didn't understand love. And we don't, but I mean, and there's still cultures throughout the world that are, it's weird eye for about eye, Tooth for a tooth. Yeah. And, and think about this, <laughs> this is heavy to me, man. If you think about the early disciples and even before Paul and comes in and you're talking about a Roman culture, it's multi-god. It's uh, their rituals are way different. And you got this Jewish cat that's saying Jesus teaches, and he's struggling. By the way, these guys were struggling their, with their own Jewish rituals and their right, their Jewish right, with what Jesus was saying. So that struggle's going on.
1: That's the and new the, covenant. They yep, like the old they covenant. They like the old <laughs> covenant.
2: So they're struggling with this, and then they say as they're proclaiming christ they're saying love your neighbor as christ said right now i'm just paraphrasing you love man they didn't get that no no they didn't get that at all so it what none of this was this was not easy i mean when you're loving someone that hates you and they're not changing that's a big deal but yet they kept on anyway i mean that's a that's heavy, all well, that's heavy.
1: and this is why i mean I, there's a great book and You know, some people hate it, some people love it, but it's been very helpful for even my life group. Irresistible Mm -hmm. is, we've been going through it just as a life group because most of my guys grew up in the South, in the church, and they have an opinion. Right. They have a thought process. Right. And part of what that book and part of what that thought was is challenging the fact that, just like you're saying, you have to understand their culture. They're in a Jewish culture that was very very disciplined
2: 800 commandments and (laughs)
1: very oppressive that's right and jesus comes in and simplifies it and then puts it on a level that none of them could wrap their head around for example it was all vertical in the old testament you you have to do this for god 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 and then jesus steps in and this is why when you're saying the disciples they're you know peter whoever they're like going no do what that's right and he came in he said no I want you to know that your relationship with another human being is equal to, and in some cases above, your relationship to God. And they were like, "He's a heretic. This that's guy is exactly lost. He's his wrong." Mind. Your brother leave the temple. Yeah, and, they, right. and they, that's exactly yeah. right. It's like, and, and the reason I say, in their culture, if you were going to the altar to do a worship, weeks ago, go. Oh, they were singing a song, or they're coming. Right, right, right. He was like, "No, that took three days to get there. That's you had right. to get all the animals, that's you had right. to sacrifice all this stuff." And then he's like, "Oh, and by the way, if you get there and you remember that you've offended Jordan." leave everything, three <laughs> days back. worth of work, go make it right with the person or don't even try to come in and do an altar. That's don't right. even try to come in and do worship. That's right. <laughs> and they were like going, you've what? lost your mind. That <laughs> you, you can't be serious. Well, the reason I say that in our culture, we're under the new covenant. We still have the same challenge. We still have the same it mandate. Is. It's like, Hey man, I've got to love you. I'm, even when I don't want to, when it's not That's convenient. Right. And that is a commitment. That is a sacrifice. And when you do, the culture recognizes something's different about you. And unfortunately, the culture doesn't always recognize us no. as Christians as being different. And let me give you one other illustration, because this was a guy in my group. They were all just looking at us, kind of like everybody's looking now, like, going, <laughs> where are we going today? But here's where it happened. This friend of mine is a store owner in this local community, he's a great store owner, and he has a good reputation in this, in this community. And he's sitting there looking at me. He goes, man, I'm just trying to wrap my head around what you're saying. Like, this is a lot to process. And I said, well, uh, if a customer comes into your store, what are you known for? He says, man, I take care of them. I'm going to do everything they need me to do. I'm going to go above and beyond. And I'm going to make sure I meet their needs at the level. I'm going to stay late if I have to. Because he's an older guy that knows, sure. hey, I got to take care of my." And I said, well, who taught you? He goes, well, my dad taught me all that. And I said, well, what happens if you don't do that? Because my business fails, like I have no, the reputation goes out there. He's he's a liar. He didn't do what he said he's going to do, and my business fails. And I said, and that's what Jesus was saying. He was going. Your responsibility as a believer is. I'm going to show you, and this fails if we don't move beyond. Like oh, I'm a religion. No, he's like no, no. It's going to be the way you treat people. I don't care that you say you know it's God. It's true, dude. It, it is so it doesn't. True. You say, well, I'm a Christian. I'm like, no, no, no. That's like saying I own this store. But if people come in and you don't treat them well and you don't talk to them and you don't take care of them, they're going, man, you ain't nothing. So, like, for us in our world, that's what the challenge is when you pro- approach Christmas, I mean Christmas, Easter or Christmas for that matter, and you're thinking about the way you treat people in the way that we s- surrender, the way that we commit, the way – we want it all for what we want. Let's well, just right. make it easier on me. And he's like, no, it's about the sacrifice. And I'm, it's but, about the commitment. Know,
2: again, not trying to be so heavy and be like,
1: ah, that, and Christianity. No,
2: that's not. The point is, before I get to the point, let me say this. What off about? of what you, Off of what you just said, I've heard people tell me, well, man, that was hard, right? You know, to love like that. You know, I'm glad it's not that hard now. Is it? Is it not? Are we not still struggling with the same thing 2,000 years later? I'm just asking that. I can think about things even just two hours ago, Mm -hmm. right? In our culture, it doesn't have to be race. It doesn't have to be religion. But we're still struggling with the same thing this long later that Jesus said to the Pharisee or the religious leader, I'll break this down for you. He didn't say it like this. I'm paraphrasing. Here's your 800. I I hope he said it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your 800 800 commandments in two. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. That blew their mind. So even today, we still include myself, three fingers pointing back, wrestle with the same thing.
1: Well, and and we could, we could go on forever. We probably need to wrap it up. But <laughs> yeah, here's, here's the reason that this, as we approach Easter right, and we talk about surrender and we talk about commitment and we talk about modern day Christianity, those men set the model for us That's because right. Jesus set the model for them. And as we come into Easter— are you willing to, and this is why I love similar church. not a perfect church. We ain't got a lot of that's why I love great. You practiced last night. Jordan and them set everything up. We we tear all this stuff down and we move all this. And it's minor sacrifices. That's right. But in our current world, there's not a lot of people that even want to do that. That's so right. where I'm grateful is I'm like going, if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't get accomplished. There's people that are not doing what any of y'all are doing. They just come in and enjoy it. Or they have someone else do another job that they come in and go, well, I'm just glad somebody did that. But On the other side, if we can get to the place where all of us, whether that's for a church service or whether that's when we go out here to eat at Wendy's, it doesn't matter, how can I serve, how can I sacrifice, how can I put others first, and if I can, that there really is a chance to represent Christ in the modern culture and possibly change them. (laughs) Give that's them right. a chance for them to be different, for them to go, man, there's something in you that's different. There's something about, and being a police officer, that is not easy. Right. Because you're battling both of those worlds of, hey, I've got to take care of the job and i got to try to do it the best I can. And I and we've talked about this as yeah, a whole yeah, other yeah. podcast. Hold on. Yeah, that's a whole other deal. But the reason I say it is you do have to make those sacrifices because you don't get it right all the time, just nope. like I don't get it right all the right. time. And that's where you go back to the grace and the mercy and the, attitude of, man, I'm thankful I get to do this. I'm thankful he uses me, which I'm sure when you look in the New Testament, you will see that same attitude for them. Why do they go, man, the things I want to do, I uh, don't do. The That's things right. I know I'm supposed to do, they're writing from their pain too of That's going, right. and they were fighting among the churches. Ones were going, hey, man, you got to do this. And he's like, no, man, we ain't that no more. You don't have to do that. You, it ain't about what you eat, what you don't eat. You know, it's like, why wouldn't you just sacrifice and not focus on that to maybe keep somebody from struggling. So he they were going like, don't – and that's where I go. It was sacrifice. It was suffering. Right. It was commitment. It was like, I have the freedom to do anything and everything I want to do. Right. But I don't use all that. That's right. That's where they, you start reading what they were saying that's in right. the context of what they were living And out. I think
2: that's the – trying to get to the premise, because we only have a short amount of time, is that that's why, to me, it's very important – To look at the example of these guys who we are like, we have so much in common with, and from me, from a guy who said that he was an atheist, turned his back on God, all those things, God was graceful enough to allow me to be here right now and go into this Easter slightly different than last. And that is, it's important that we move
0: Hmm.
2: and that when we move, we do it. Not in love, and I don't mean that just a big flower, you feel great thing. I'm saying that exactly what you said, that is that our commitment is strong enough as the disciples were to help those or show those that just come in, that sit down, and they're like, this is what we do all the time, and they're okay for that because that's where they are, and that they experience that move what we're learning because of what the disciples did and then Christ's resurrection. And that just overflows. And that, that is different because I've heard the comment. I know we're trying to hear the comment that, well, you know, actors in Hollywood give and they do all that too. Well, you're right. That is true. They do good things. However, let's look at the basis of why it's a tax break. It makes them feel good. And I'm not saying all of them. I'm not trying to be judgmental. Sure. Some of them may not. I mean, they may believe. I, I can't assume that. But what I'm saying is, is that as believers, the motivation is that we don't fear death, that we, uh, we understand or maybe are trying to grasp what grace is and know that grace has allowed us the third, the fourth, the eighth, the twelfth, the thousandth chance. 70 times sh- seven. Yeah, to show others that, hey, man, it's not what you think it is. Jesus was an outlaw. It's about love, cause
0: and faith that works is dead, and that's, and why, that's why it's important
2: to, to me. Yeah, with and this was just all weird in a couple
0: days. I liked it, but some this, this is
2: why this to me this Easter is different than all the rest for me, for just for me, because we are at an important time, not just in culture, but in our church. Because it's all about love, cause <laughs> <laughs> great quote. Greg thank quote.
1: you for coming in, Good. dropping it. Thanks for sending me the text. I don't
2: know yeah. that all that was totally accurate, but that's what I. One did. on the end, <laughs> on a, <laughs>
1: <on> a, <laughs> a
0: funnier note, going back to Paul on the ship when the storm was coming. For in my mind, I pictured him
1: as a pirate when he's like, like boys. Yeah there'll be a storm yeah going. I don't think he was a pirate yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: nobody mean, really I, knows we'll, yeah, yeah well, I mean I appreciate it, that Scott. but <laughs> I
2: do see you <laughs> eating a turkey leg as he's talking to the
1: Romans just <laughs> real slow like yeah. I think it's time like to medieval times I think <laughs> he's <laughs>
2: yeah like medieval times I think he's, <laughs> yeah. he's like uh, hey boys don't worry we got it.
1: <laughs> yeah I think it's, yeah, it's he stuttered time. too right <laughs> he probably
0: stuttered hey there's this Storm coming.
1: Oh, that on that been, note. That would have been, been Moses. That was, yeah, that was Moses. I, thought
0: he said, I think Paul said her too, didn't he? No, did he? No, Paul did not. I don't
1: think Paul, we know of. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right.
2: There
0: Let's, you go. Well,
2: we'll look that up. We'll look it up. We'll That's talk right. about that offline. <laughs> Thank we'll you for listening.
0: Line. Thanks for yeah. downloading this episode. Thanks for being with us for Backstage with the Civil Church Podcast. Backstage? If you're listening to this before Easter, we would love for you to join us at the Brookshire be yeah, Arena. It's yeah. gonna be a good time. That's why right don't you Sunday. move on down there. Hey, <laughs> oh. make sure you subscribe so you get every episode. We got exciting stuff coming up. You do not want to miss. That is Each correct. Week, sir, you get the new episode. Thanks for being on here, Justin and Greg.
1: No problem, man. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah, burglary out. <laughs>